Welcome back to No Hold Back Podcast, and I'm finally back, not really, but um, we're trying my best, I've been stuck with school, and all this other bullshit that you're going to hear about in this episode. I have my good friend Adam here with me, Adam, would you like to say hi? Hi folks, I'm here with Alex. Yep, yep, and we're going <laughs> to, we're going to get, <laughs> I'm just so excited for it. going to get real interpersonal so here. Yeah, there's so much shit that's been happening. Also, in case nobody knows, I'm off social media, I'm only on Snapchat, so everyone who usually sees where the podcast is on like my the instagram or whatever i'm holding off for that i'll explain why in this but yeah let's uh let's just get right into it we'll give you the premise of can you give me actually can you give me my, my water drink that i have the high oh no, yeah absolutely i need vitamin c bro my throat's fucking killing me it sounds like it <laughs> the premise of or the background of our of this main topic of this podcast is me and adam both are are going through or went through a breakup and i i want to see both our perspectives on this i want you guys to hear it um it's very fascinating because we're both helping each other with it or both you know there for each other and trying to push forward and strive forward obviously me and adam are two very different guys when it comes to how we interact with uh women after wait what are you doing (laughs) no leave it i can do that later so it doesn't change because you can you can do it later but uh yeah okay so adam can you give us a premise of uh, i i see i know it but i want them to know it how did you feel right after after she let's say discontinued communications with you sure yeah i mean are, are we looking for like a remote like a a recap of a story or um let's not go into a recap of a story let's let's not see why we broke up let's see the after effect sure because like you know the, they don't really need to know why the reflection of the emotion why yeah sure yeah well what was your initial thought <clears throat> well in my case uh, i mean the 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 feeling of defeat was i mean was was quite was quite relevant mm-hmm. um when you are in constant contact or if you're in a relationship with someone you um you're always looking for the sort of connection the type of communication that you need with someone to be able to develop a strong relationship Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, founded on you know emotion and and uh and and good heart yep and over the last year i thought that that was a a positive influence in my life but however, recently uh, I was faced with the with the with the outcome that that's not quite not quite the case. No. Uh, a lot of folks think that the dedication that you would put towards somebody else would kind of mean something, um, and as to how you go forward in handling your relationship and ultimately your emotions and everything else afterward, mm-hmm. you never know that. You know, if things are going to go well, or how how things are going to go, and how you're going to talk about it, and those all those stressors and all those emotions that come along with that, that can be that can be pretty difficult. Yeah. Um, I, uh, so basically, you're saying the rundown is that you put all this time and effort into it, and then for someone to literally like snap, just cut you off of it, it's got to be tough. Oh yeah, it's it's more than tough. It, it, I mean, tough tough is a is the way to be able to say that you know a lot of folks from what they've experienced and and, and everybody's had some sort of breakup, some some sort of disconnect in their life from somebody that they've cared about or that they've held dear. 
we've all been through a lot of things and um how we see that it tends to shape us and, and, and help but, us to be able to be better. How did you feel? But personally, I know that. how did I feel? Did it, does it, was it a stab in the back? Was oh. It, was it, oh my God, I fucking hate her. Oh my God, what do I do? What was it? Well, hate's a strong word. I mean, a lot of folks throw that word around. Um, but personally, at this rate, from where we're at right now, um, <clears throat> the pain was 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 um was was different for me uh i i personally haven't been able to have such an experience in my life with somebody that's been so close um having the ability to have alex and somebody here that is able to listen and be able to you know tell and say how it is and what life is all about gave me a little bit of perspective obviously yeah but with it being a new experience in and of myself after a year of relationship of close contact Undefeated, or excuse me, defeated, would be yeah. without a, without a doubt the way to be able to describe. Do you, do you see? I see a lot of people who, whenever they go through breakups, like whenever I help somebody else with a breakup, right, or they're fighting, whatever, whatever the case may be. I see a lot of times people blame themselves, and in my situation, I do. I one hundred percent do blame myself. I I constantly think, what could I have done? What did I do wrong? What could I just messed up a little bit? What could I have done a little better? That's what my consistent mindset is right after a relationship. This one, obviously, this was something that it wasn't a long time coming, but it was something that I was so afraid of, and yet I was the one to do it. Mm-hmm. And in this perspective, also, too, Adam is the one who got broken up with. I am the one who broke up with mine. And, you know, again, we're not trying to shit on them, but at the same time, it's I'm sorry, I'm, I'm losing track, but do you feel that way of that, could you have done something more? Could you have done something better? Could you have treated her, maybe maybe instead of getting her 11 flowers, get her that 12th? Or, you know, maybe, I don't I don't know, just stuff like that. Do, do you feel that way at all? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it, it, the immediate reaction after the breakup was, uh, you know, well, I mean, it wasn't even an established breakup, quite honestly, because mm. of the the lack of communication just, from everything uh, else. No communication. But um, you know, you know, long story short, getting into a fight, getting upset, and then getting blocked the night after after a year of a relationship, um, it seems to be a strong power move in the wrong direction because communication is so ideal and so important in a relationship. Yes. Uh, if you're going to solve your problems or be able to work toward the things that you need as a couple. Yes. Or as you know, whatever you establish yourself as, especially here as young as we are in college, it's difficult to be able to say I love you and those things in the in-depth response that we still have a lot of things going on in life. No, yeah, definitely. And so I responded to it <clears throat> with that way. After it happened, um, I, I I was, uh, you know, it, being upset is one way to say it, and, and I, I, I was able to reflect upon all of the things and all the decisions that I had made throughout all of that time. Um, Do you... Do you what do you do you have any specific thing that you could see that you wish you didn't do or wish not that's not that's not say towards the end of it but more of beginning and middle is there anything you you wish you could have done or sure yeah I mean I, as any man that has ever been with the woman that they love yeah. or someone that they you know that they characterize as the the woman of their dreams right? <laughs> somebody somebody that they see <laughs> so just, closely yeah. that that they that they are blinded by other people because that they're allowed to be able to see something that finally for once yeah somebody understands them yeah right definitely. somebody 
somebody's there for them, somebody's there to understand, you know, their problems, their issues, the things mm-hmm. they're going through, and also be able to sympathize with them as well. Yeah, definitely. Because it takes two sides of the relationship, right, to be mm-hmm. able to say, hey, not only are you going through a problem, I understand that, absolutely, but also right. to say that you're there for them is a whole other aspect and a whole other characteristic of the, yeah, yeah. Of, the, of the dynamic. No, yeah I, I think, yeah, I think a lot of times a lot of people don't really have those people. You're right. And a lot of people just kind of shut themselves out. And, you know, again, if you do do that, that's, you know, and sometimes it works for people. Sometimes the best thing is not to be around people, yada, yada. And my health, and I think in yours as well, our best interest is get ourselves mentally distracted because once we're trapped in the room by ourselves it's hell on earth um but yeah no um okay so let's go over to me a little bit um all right let's actually let's give this a, a, a little background how long has it been sure i i think it's right what? now what it's monday it's what october october fucking 14th 14th october oh, bill due in two days october shit. 14th um so for me, this this was a uh, this was the nineteenth so of, of last month. So was oh, it almost? Yeah, almost Jesus, almost a month. Now. That was a while ago. Right? Um, of of recuperation and uh, the ability to be able to get some you know some yeah, some, yeah, some closure from myself. Definitely. Um, not from her in this case, which is a, a rough a rough deal. But yeah. Um, uh, the. I was given the, the time and the effort to be able to have be around friends, mm-hmm. such as you know yes. Alex here and yeah, yeah. whoever else that I've been able to you know kind of keep close and listen to. Um, those folks were there throughout those weeks to be able to help with the healing process and understanding, um, but the lack of closure um, from the you know from the affected individual uh, is a real rough thing, I, especially on someone after such a connection. No, I right? think I think that is probably one of the most brutal things is. You know, not getting those good morning texts, not getting those, you know, those FaceTime calls in the middle of the day. Right. Like that, I think, is by far one of the worst things I don't like. Or, you know, uh, the consistent anxiety of are they happy? Am I happy? You know, for whatever case it may be. But I'm saying when you don't have that consistent day-to-day thing after you had it for, what, almost a year? Almost a year. Mine was almost eight months. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I know a lot of people are going to say, like, that's not a lot. But to me, that that has been my longest relationship. I'm the, not the type of guy to have long relationships because either I fuck them up, which I usually did, or they fuck them up. No, I say that 50-50. But, um, no, I, I think that this one is just very different. But the thing is, with this one I like is that we're okay as friends right now. Obviously, I need my time to myself. I need my time to figure out a lot of things. Not just with school, not just with work, not just with... My friends, my family, it's more of just more of it myself. And um, now I'm just, I'm happy that I'm, I have like, I, it's not that I felt like I had a grip like around me. Like uh, I was in like, a, how do I say it? Like an enclosed space and I couldn't move around freely. Sure. It's just, I do feel more free and more able to, uh, like Adam knows, I don't really give a shit about a lot of shit. Especially, I give a shit about my friends. That's priority number one out of everything. If somebody talks shit about you, somebody talks shit about me, yada, yada. I'm going to defend that person. Only way I'm not going to defend you is if you fucked up. If you did something wrong or whomever, I'm not going to defend you because that's not my thing. You know, whatever. I'm going off topic. Um, But another question. So with me, I know my first relationship was in, you know, it was, oh, my God, she's the, you know, woman of my dreams, like we were saying earlier. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know what I do without her. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I think after every time. Especially, I'm sorry, with my first girlfriend, after I got out of that thing, I became, I had more of a addictiveness to practically anything. 
and that made me happy. And at that time, it was booze. And you don't know this, Adam, but my family, pretty much my entire family, my dad's side, runs uh, with alcoholism. Throughout the family, my grandfather passed away from liver cancer. Dad's an alcoholic. Uh, just a bunch of people in my family are alcoholics. And so I've noticed that when uh, I did break up with my first girlfriend, I would drink every other day. And it wasn't like, you know, like, oh, let me just get a little beer or whatever. It was more of, let's get fucking drunk. Let's go out and party. Let's drink some fucking more. Let's go home and crash and do it tomorrow. And <laughs> don't get me wrong. That's, that's like college students now. But the thing is, that was I was doing that on a Monday and a Tuesday and a Wednesday. You know, I, and not a lot of people do that now. But I'm saying, that's why now, this time, I'm staying away from alcohol as much. Like, I know right after it happened, I was like, I forget who. Uh, I don't know if it was you, CJ. I think CJ wanted me to come out. And I was like, no, like, I can't. Like. You know, I can't, you know, if I go out, I can't drink. I, I, I really can't drink. And you know me, when I'm at the bars, I like to party. I like to little, get a little oh, yeah. tipsy, a little Absolutely. tipsy. And as, <coughs> as is any of us that want to have a good time here in Iowa City. I yeah. think we can all attest to that one. It's here. too fucking corny over here, so we need something. But, um, <laughs> so we, uh, so I, I, I ended up going out, not that weekend, but the weekend after. And I remember Saturday, I was like, everybody's like drunk. And I'm like realizing, I'm like, uh, I just, I don't want to drink right now. I don't want to drink. And, you know, weeks later, whatever, this past weekend, went out. I did some bad things on Thursday night, a little bit of good things. Friday, eh, Saturday night, I was fucked up. I was beyond fucked up. But I felt great. I had a good night with close to my, a bunch of my, close to my friends, you, who else, Anna, Carissa, uh, Chris's uncle or something like that. Like, I had all those I had good vibes with me and it was amazing. Same thing when I had Thursday night, but obviously I did a little more than I can't say. I don't want to say. <laughs> I know uh, this podcast, um, but I just, t- I just had, I just met this girl named Molly. She's, she's pretty cute, but <laughs> um, no, but we, uh, yeah. So I think now I am at kind of at a point where I'm like, okay, let me realize what I need to do, what I can do, what I keep can doing. Like I am getting my DJ equipment, all that stuff. I want to keep doing the podcast, but I keep fucking telling everybody I'm doing it. I'm not because I'm struggling with school and shit. But now I'm focused on my priorities are set right. I got my my uh, supplements for, you know, working out. My protein's coming in soon. And now I'm going to be able to get back on the routine of, you know, gym, school, work, gym, school, work, gym, school, work, do all my homework on Friday or some whatever bullshit. And then, you know, go out and have a good time, socialize, connect with people, meet so many new people. And that's what I like, but here's another thing. Um, you are not the same type of person as I am after a relationship or after a relationship ends. You, I think, for me personally, what I used to do was if once I got out of a relationship, I needed to go get somebody else. I needed that comfort and cuddles and bullshit to make myself a little better. Even though I know it's fake and I, even though I know it's not real, at the end of the day, I just think I'll, I'll be okay if I just go find someone. I kept doing that, kept doing that. And this time, it's very different. It's very different this time. And, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going to do to make that, make up for that comfort. I think I just, I just want, I don't, I want to go back to the good days of before any negative shit happened in the relationship. And, I know that sounds bad too, especially after everything she has done. 
But I know if I cut out that negative part, and I guarantee you yourself too, I guarantee you if that negative part was cut out and you had maybe, you know, maybe a little fight back and forth, but nothing as big as it got to, I think anyone would take their, their crazy ex back. Quote, unquote. She's not crazy, but, you know. Well, I mean. I'm saying in general. I mean, and Alex, you're, you're not wrong. I mean, uh, I, I too, uh, in, a lot, in a lot of the things, I mean, anybody else that's listening out there with, and how they identify with it, but we've all been in, you know, relationships, whether or not they've been a month, two, two years, three years, four years, heck, you know, longer on. Um, the time aspect doesn't make anything any easier. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people put a lot of weight on that. They say, hey. Just because I've been with this person for three years means I have to stay with them. I have to do these things. I have to change myself. Oh, that's so fucking odd. For someone. And, you know, that's not the honest truth in and of itself, right? I mean, you can attest to no, that. No, no, it's, it's definitely not. The amount of time that somebody needs to, to grow and to prosper doesn't mean that just because you're with that person that you have to grow and to prosper to their needs and what they have going on. In fact... The reality of the situation is you need to grow and prosper for you because if you know what you need and you develop the way you need to, you'll find the people that do the exact same thing. I I should emphasize that too because I think a lot of people, the need, whatever, I think it's also your wants. I think with when it comes to somebody that you care for, somebody who's been with forever, for a year, whatever, how long, it doesn't matter. If you don't feel like you're going to be able to marry somebody, this person, the way they are, the way they act, because there's nothing you can do to change about them. There's nothing they can do to change you. And that shouldn't be the case. Yes, everyone has a fucking flaw. Everyone goddamn has a flaw. It's whether or not you love them enough to get over that flaw and just, you know, whatever. Then you can keep going. But if you got these wants and needs, like, for example, my friend, he, uh, he was in a relationship and he consistently wanted to go have sex with other women. And consistently, consistently, consistently. And then he never cheated, but once he got out of the relationship, he was a madman. And he felt good. He felt like himself. And at that at this moment, that's what he wants. He doesn't want to be with somebody who's going to just, just be, you know, that. I think for the people who listen, if you're, like, in a relationship or whatever, and you're thinking about, like you said, the time. The time and effort you put in, oh, they met your family. Oh, they did this. Oh, they did that. I know... It's hard to let go of that something. Oh. Trust me. Oh, that's true. It's 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 harder than <laughs> fucking true. hell to let go of that. But at the same time, it's gonna be ten times harder when there's either like a ring on that finger or you got three four three four years down the line with that. It's gonna be ten times harder. And if you're gonna still if you feel like you're still gonna feel that same way when that time comes, I'm guarantee you, it's gonna be twenty times fucking harder to end it then than it is to now. If you feel like you want to move forward with something else and they're holding you back or something, go. And I guarantee you, if that person loves you and you say, look, I want to push forward, it's not that I don't love you. It's the fact that I, I want to do this by myself or whatever the case may be. If that person loves you, they're going to let you go. They're going to let you be like, hey, all right, go do it. Come on back if you want. Like, Come on back when you're ready. Because I, I know relationships like that. Like, there was this um, one of my teachers in uh, high school. Him and his girlfriend met in... Uh, middle school and then they dated throughout high school sure and then they went to college and she said hey look i want to go enjoy my college experience but i want to come back to you when the he's like okay they did the same thing they went to go to different colleges they enjoyed it and right when they graduated they married really yeah because <laughs> they, they knew they loved each other but they know that like i think in college you can't experience a lot of things 
not not necessarily just saying with women or whatever or men or whatever is your thing. But there's a lot of times where, <clears throat> especially in Iowa City, this is what I hate, that a lot of guys restrict their girlfriends or girls restrict their boyfriends um, to, like, go out. I don't like that at all. I think if you, if your girlfriend or your boyfriend wants to go out, let them go out. If you have, you know, anxiety about whether or not they're doing something, if they're going to go, like, get drunk and make out with some guy, one, you need to think, what reason did they give for me to think that way? Two, do you actually trust them? Or three, do you actually want to be in dealing? Do you want to deal with that? Because you you have no right to control somebody and whatever they want to do. Like, like I tell my exes or whoever, like whatever hookup I went in or whatever. I was like, look, I'll give it to you forward. I'm like, either I like you or I don't. But I'm not going to control whatever you do. I You're not going to control whatever I do. I talked about some chick a while ago, but I think... Your wants and your needs. Priority first. You only get one life. Well, I mean, what they say, Alex, is the fact is that people's wants comes over their need, right? And so someone's need, Mm -hmm. right? We need water, okay? Okay. Right? To live every day. That's a pretty important thing. A lot of folks can, I think, identify with that. We need food to survive, you know, maybe not near as often as water or whatever else. Mm -hmm. But those are the needs that we need in life, right? Yeah. We need money. Sadly enough, we live in a place that that's how it works. We need something to be able to support ourselves in a yeah. world of built on commerce and everything. Okay, yeah. those are needs. Yep. Okay, a want a yeah. want starts as a relationship. Most relationships are started as a want. I want that person. I want yeah. those feelings. I want those. I want that support. I want. I want. I want. And wants are great to have around. Okay? Yeah, that's wonderful. Okay, mm-hmm. and but never should a want ever become a need. Okay, because even in if even if you've been you know dating for five years and say you're going to get married or whatever else, even if you're in a marriage with someone, you should never uh, there should never be a need right physiologically for okay. another person like that right okay, yeah. But we should always respect that because it's not a bad thing. That's mm-hmm. in fact that's a healthy thing mm-hmm. because the last minute uh, the minute that we understand that those people or the people that we hold dear to us. Are other than our family, obviously, yeah, yeah. but the people that we hold dear that are from the outside world, those people have their own opinions, they have their own wants, their, mm-hmm. their, their own emotions, their yeah. own lives. Yeah. And the minute we respect that and we understand where they're coming from, yeah, that's when we can live a healthy relationship because no okay. longer does that want surpass that need. Yeah, no, definitely. right. No, and no. a lot of folks act on the emotion, right, that a want is greater than a need. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day. It's not. Mm-hmm. We all can go home. We can say, hey, that person left me or whatever else. But you can't go home and not eat for three days and not you know, be able to survive. No, yeah, definitely. So that gives you a little bit of uh, you know, perspective to understand what it means that, hey, I need to know myself. I need to know what I need in the world yeah. to be able to be greater for those around me that need the wants that I have. Because the wants that I have are fulfilled by what we by what we need and how we go about getting what we need. No, right? yeah, Money, power, whatever else you want to say. No, yeah, definitely. People always say, right, with those things, success follows. And if success follows, the wants come with success. Yeah. It's like the, the one quote, you know, uh, if you, you focus your life entirely on getting the money, you will never be happy. That's right. Because you're going to be che- keep chasing it, chasing it, chasing it, chasing it, and you're never going to find an end. And the same thing. Yeah. You know, with the quote, let's just a quote unquote back yeah. to back here. Yeah, the same. You know, if we're if we're chasing those things and we're trying to find those things, that means that we're not identifying with ourselves, right? We're not, 
we're not seeing our true personality or what we need to develop as a person. No, yeah. Because as we develop, we find those that we love more, right? Uh, anybody can attest to that. Oh, yeah, definitely. A relationship that we've been in in the past, I've been in, you know, multiple, multiple, and, the, yeah. and we all can say. Yeah. But we, we found some piece of us that we've been able to say, hey, that's something I want to work on, right? Yeah. And just like the Joker said, you know, and this is iconic, right? Okay. The Joker said, you know, people laugh at me because I'm different, but I laugh at them because they're all the same, yeah. right? And that's because... People believe and think the same way. Mm-hmm. And that's with their needs and their wants and everything that they look for in the world. Yeah. And so we need to change that. There yeah. needs to be a rev- there needs to be a little bit of a you know, a one eighty there to be able to say, Hey, you know, a little bit of perspective. Yeah. That if we sit down and we understand what an actual want is and what an actual need is, that yeah. we can begin to respect people for who they are and what their actual beliefs are. And uh, and then ultimately make a. I a just more don't like it. Place. I don't like it when people's uh, wants are um, a lot more. How do important I say? Important to them? No, 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 no. It's it's a lot more a of a, like how you're saying. It turns into a necessity. Like when it comes to like I don't know. Let's say some supporters for Trump. Uh, actually, no, we're not gonna get into that. But I wanted to ask a question. So, because um, one of my friends was struggling with this. Um, actually, a couple of them. I asked for some questions from a lot of your friends. You, the people who sent me this question, you obviously know who you are. But how does somebody deal with, you know, a relationship that they're in, but they feel like they are losing themselves for the other person? I think I don't know if you want to. You go first on it because you go first. Well, I mean that's. I mean, honestly, Alex, that's a great question because that's that's one of the few things that I've actually from any of the questions that I've had in my own mind recently over the last four weeks. Yeah, that's the one that I've been able to be able to prosper and see a lot of change and revolution with yeah, in yeah. and of myself. Yeah. Um, so a lot of folks lose their interests, their hobbies, and a lot of things they do for somebody else just because they want to be able to adapt and be there for somebody. Um, you know, for instance, for me. I, uh, I I used to lift. Uh, I lifted for eight years straight. I was a competitive power lifter. I you know competed in five sports, played college football, all the goodies. Um, I used to be 225 pounds of you know pretty lean muscle, all that kind of stuff because I yeah. enjoyed that aspect of life. That was my okay. thing. You know, two hours in the gym at night was my was my was my peace. Right. It was my thing that allowed me to connect better to myself and get rid of that stress that happens each and every day because we all have that to deal with. Mm-hmm. But. As I progressed through my relationship, I started to realize that the time that I had con- that I had set aside for myself and the things that I enjoyed started to go to the wayside. They mm-hmm. started to be placed on the person that I, that I was with, and, and 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 not bettering myself. Even though being you know a mere age of what twenty one, from comparison when I had started at fifteen, kind of thing. Yeah, I'd lost sight of what I enjoyed, and and. I enjoyed her experience. I enjoyed everything about her. Every every waking minute was happy and smiley, and that was why I was there. You know, we, we were able to support each other and everything. But at the end of the day, it creates a thing where, hey, where do you understand where you sit at? You know, where do you understand where you what, – what you need? Like you said, Alex, like yeah. what you need to develop on because if, if you're spending too much time or spending – or putting too much effort, mm-hmm. really, honestly, it's not about the amount of hours, but – the amount of mental capacity that you put forth for somebody else. Yeah. If that mental capacity exceeds what you have going forth for yourself to, to become better. Now we need to sit down and have a real conversation because that's not, that's not healthy. That's no, not, not great. No, it's not. 
Because at the end of the day, this is your life. This is your place. This is your time to be here on this earth. And I, I think people who do do that, uh, where they, they kind of like, you could see it, like when they kind of transform into their their uh, their um, their person. Um, I think right. that's when you know when that person leaves. Like for me, like before, I'd play you know the cat and yarn game. Like I explained to you, right? You know the person who's cat there's yarn, there's yes. somebody in a relationship that's always holding the yarn. And there's another person on the ship is the cat who's always chasing it. And then once that yarn is gone, they just toss it and they leave. That's when the cat loses itself. And it's consistently asking why, why, why aren't they there? And that's why I'm so afraid of, you know, the people who asked me about this. Uh, like, again, like you guys can always talk to me about it. But if you feel like you're losing yourself, not just because of the impact they have on you, but just because of how much you're putting effort into them and not as much into you or something, whatever the reason may be, you need to really sit down to yourself and realize what is really best for you. Are you doing the best you can in school? Are you doing the best in their hobbies? Are you doing your best? Are you doing the best in, in anything you want to? Are you doing your the, all the best you can do in any of those things? And if the, one of those answers are no, because of the, your person, then you really need to think and take a step back. Like, okay, do I want to half-ass this? Or do I want to actually try to figure out what I can do? I don't know. I just, I don't like it when people think like that because I'm worried that they're going to get lost. Mm, and, yeah. you know, it sucks. That was how I was in my first relationship. I did everything and anything for her. And at the end of the day, when she was gone, you know, I lost myself. And it's a dark place. It really is. It's a dark place to go into... <laughs> Hell and back alone, but um, yeah, that's um. Well, you know, Alex, I can give you some great perspective on the start of things here. What? Because recently, I, I, I myself was, I, I have actually found somebody that's that's that I believe to be a wonderful person. Therapy, that's great. What do you say? Therapy. <laughs> Therapy. Yeah. Well, I found that too a couple of weeks ago, to be honest. No, I but. Mean- I mean, as we all should be able to take a little bit of time, not gonna, not gonna, you know, not gonna downput that any means. If anybody needs, you know, any kind of support, or anything else like that, there. Yeah, okay, you're gonna, you don't gotta back it up. They know. But, they know. But, but with that therapeutic side of things, um, you know, people find, and just like Alex said before, you know, be able to find somebody that's there for you to be able to hold you and be able to get over those things. Right, once you get out of a relationship, that's I, I had, the, I had the same. The same coping mechanism in and of itself, just mm-hmm. because usually it helped, um, because you know using the L word is was was is a is a is a rare thing for me mm-hmm. um, personally. I mean, yeah. I I you know saying it to my family took 19 years in and of itself. Yeah. I never said that to my mom, that to my dad, things like that. Just not because it wasn't it wasn't meant. It's just it wasn't ever something that we had made a point to say. Yeah. And after I had made a point in my life to say the same thing. Honestly, it made things better and it made things a whole lot worse. But mm-hmm. recently, I found someone that I think that's great. She's, you know, she's a wonderful person and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and as we're talking about the cat and the yarn thing, yeah. right? The development of a relationship from but, the start, though, yeah. is where it matters. Okay. Yeah. No, definitely. See, for me, my perspective is different from yours when it comes to starting something. Right. You're, I think you're more of the type to. Try to figure out everything about the, or not maybe not everything, but you want to personally get that connection. Get that person. My thing is, I have to analyze everything, who they are, um, <coughs> how they are, 
when are they? You know, how do they act when this happens or whatever? I have to analyze that because I have to see. I try to figure out who they actually are when I'm not with them, when I'm not having that personal connection. Because I'd rather see that darker person prior than me finding it out later. And that makes me put in the mindset of I'm always the guy who who prepares for the worst. And I hate it because you're not that guy. And But I know you're a very more... What's the word? Positive? What's the fucking... I think the word is hopeless romantic, but that's okay. Hopeless romantic. You can say that. But I'm saying, like, uh, you're more of the half gla- the glass is full. Half The half the glass is full. Right. I'm more of the half the glass is empty. empty. Because I have to prepare myself. I've, I've dealt through too much shit to think of anything's going to be the best. Right. Because at the end of the day, you know, people who are going into things... The, the person listening to this who's talking to some chick or some guy or fucking both. I don't know. Um... You have to understand that, in my eyes, you have to be prepared for the worst. Because anything else other than the worst is better. And that makes me happy. If, if say, I, I start talking to some chick, right? And, you know, I'm just thinking, oh, you know what? She's like me, you know, whatever, whatever. And yada, yada. And then she's like, hey, you want to go, like, out to eat? I'm like, oh, uh, are, you, are you sure? <laughs> like, you, you want to go out to eat with me? And... You know, I'm saying like that alone itself just shows that you don't know how people are going to act, but it could be this other way. Say no offense. Say I'm like you, you know, you're like, oh, like this girl, you know, likes me, which I think this girl likes you a lot, by the way. I'm not, I'm not comparing it to her. I'm saying some other, let's say, let's say the chick, uh, fucking, uh, (laughs) I can't say the name, but, uh, let's just say, let's just say chick A, okay? okay. She, she, uh, she really wants you or you really want her, whatever. You're getting the vibe that she really wants you. You're like, oh, hey, let's go, um, let's go to uh, fucking, let's, I don't know, oh, fucking, let's go to Spoko for some burgers or some shit. Sure. Let's go get something to eat, right? Uh, Wednesday, eight o'clock. Mm. You know, it's Wednesday, seven thirty. No response. It, or I'm sorry, she said yes already. Wednesday, seven thirty. You're like, hey, I'm gonna get there a little early. Let me know when you're here. Seven forty-five. You're getting a little shaky. Seven fifty. So 55, 8 o'clock. Now you wait. You're going to sit there and wait because I know you. You're going to wait and you're going you're gonna to try to find your best way to find what happened. She's, you're gonna, I know you're going to think. You're like, oh, it was, she's got to be in a car accident. She's got to be in traffic. She's got to be doing something. It's something, but there's a reason to it. I, I, I'm almost certain that's the way you think. That's right. And it's not wrong to think that way, but it scares me, Adam. It scares me because I've seen too many people who think, too positively about you know certain cases when I know I know damn well how it's gonna end and you know but think about if she does come that's the thing like with you you're always happy no matter what if if they come like you're not gonna like you'll be the same level as happy as I am when she comes to the date that you already planned yep. to when she calls me the girl calls me and says, hey, let's go out. Right. You're going to be the exact same level. And a lot of people are not like that, though. A lot of people are going to be like, you know, fuck. Like, she, she's not coming. She's, you know, yada, yada, yada. She doesn't like me. Blah, 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 blah. And then just go home and cry. There's a lot of fucking people like that. And to those fucking people, it's I know you're fucking listening. I know you're thinking this shit. You need to. Just you specifically. You know what I'm talking about. When she's not 
when he or she's not really messaging you as much, when she is not is not messaging you for hours, yet or just message you at late at night, you know, trying to get those late night hookups, fucking say no. It's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's fucking hard to say no to those late night hookups to you know a ten out of ten. But would you rather be known as just a guy who, you know, goes at two in the morning to hook up with her and then leaves, or would you rather be the guy who she shows off at the bars or whatever the case may be? I don't know. But the person who's listening, I'm. I hope you make the right choice. But that's it for that topic. Shit. All right, guys. So basically, I knocked the fuck out. I was tired. I drove to Ames last night. Complicated, different story, different time. But thanks for listening. Um, subscribe if you guys want to keep listening. I'm gonna keep trying to do it as much as possible. But it's just it's fucking tough. It's cool. Um, if this helped you out, let me know. You know, you guys, I think, could find a way. You guys can look me up or some shit. But, um, yeah, have a good one, guys.